0: Welcome to season two of the Breakaway Breakdown podcast, the official podcast of the Breakaway Roper. This season, we're bringing you all the interviews you love with the top ropers in the game, the news about what's happening in the industry, training tips, and so much more. Plus, we're expanding to bring new things for other events that you love, like go-telling and timing. I'm your host, Casey Allen, let's jump in you guys this episode is from when i went to the riata buckle to cover the team roping and breakaway roping up there and i had the opportunity to interview each of the winners so let me set the scene for you guys because i love when we get to go to live events, we're getting ready to go to the NFBR and it's going to be kind of the same format. So with the Riata buckle, they have the little winner circle where they have like a photo backdrop and everything. And they bring up the girls who win and their horses and they take pictures and they get all their awards and everything. And then Drew Stewart takes them over to the Riata buckle sports desk and they get to sit up there and talk to him. And then I get to kind of pull them off to the side for an interview and I just love working at live events with people because there's so many emotions and, you know, some people that aren't used to it, they kind of like don't know how to respond to questions and you can hear announcers in the background and the crowd. And like I just love the atmosphere and the environment. But anyway, enough of that. Let's get back to talking about the task at hand. That was the Riata Buckle breakaway roping that took place in Guthrie, Oklahoma at the Lazy E Arena. So this was the second year for the Riata Buckle And second year with Breakaway, also, they kicked off right out of the gate with Breakaway Roping, and they changed the format up this year. Now, I know that the format was confusing to certain people. Um, I, for one, was one who didn't like fully grasp it at first, even coming from the barrel racing world. I was like, is it divisions? They're like, no, it's a little different. So I'm just going to kind of walk you through that format um, so you guys can understand it, because there was so much money that was paid out. I absolutely loved the format, the way it worked out for everybody. I love seeing this many people cash in um, at the fraternity side. So here's what happened. You're going to hear from two winners from the Riata buckle, what we're calling a platinum and a gold winner. So the way that the buckle was structured, there was two long rounds of breakaway roping. And if you caught two calves, doesn't matter if you broke a barrier or you were long, as long as you had two clean catches, you got to come back to one of two short rounds, either the platinum short round or the gold short round. So they divided the breakaway ropers in half based on two catches to make these two short rounds. So the platinum short round was number one through 15 callback. The gold short round was number 16 to 30 callback there was 30 girls so that's why they divided it at 15 so you were basically put into one of these two short rounds and then you competed against girls in that short round so your number 15 callback was fighting against your number one callback for the platinum win and then like your number 30 was fighting with your number 16 for the gold win and then there was fast times overall in the rounds fast time in the short go things like that so there was also a futurity incentive for Riatta Buckle Futurity Horses. So that is why you're going to hear from three different winners today. Now, the platinum champion was Danielle Ray and Shoa Hot Rod. They ended up winning $8,913 for their platinum average win with their time of 1163 on three head. Danielle had a really great day. She also... One split third in the first round with a three point four, which is still a pretty smoking run for the Lazy Arena if you've been there and been with that setup. Also, I believe they had the barrier set at two under for the breakaway ropers this year, just for reference. Um, by the way, round one fast time went to Katie Joe McFarland. She won a thousand dollars for that. Brianna Wells was second with a three point two nine, she won seven fifty, and then Danielle Ray split that third place check with Brandy McDowell for their 3.4 second runs. Now in the second round, Danielle actually got the round win, so she picked up another $1,000 there for her 331. Cheyenne Gulery, now Cheyenne McCartney, got in there for a little bit of money, second place, and Kimberlyn Fitch was in there for third, won $500. Now, we're going to hear from Danielle first, and then I'm going to go ahead and introduce our next two guests as we go to kind of break things up for you, because I don't want to just throw a bunch of results and numbers at you, but I do want to emphasize Riata Buckle Breakaway richest breakaway roping of the year the event had such a great atmosphere uh denny gentry that's his event he was down in there just talking to the breakaway ropers being there for every step of it their crew did an incredible job running the event seemed like the breakaway ropers were very happy with the format and the payout this year and the horsepower was mm, chef's kiss it was outstanding to watch but without further ado, I think you guys are going to love this interview from Danielle Ray on her horse show a hot rod. Now, Danielle is actually a neighbor to the pizza ranch, so you're going to hear her kind of mention some of those Pitzer bred horses, and I'm not going to give too much away. I get too excited and want to tell you guys too much early on. But without further ado, here's Danielle, and then you're going to hear about our next two guests and, of course, our sponsor, Fastback Ropes at the commercial break. Well, hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, I'm, I'm Casey. Casey. Um, man, just let's start out by talking about the horse that you were on today. Um, we've had him uh, probably since he was a yearling
1: or maybe even weanling, but uh, we've kind of just had him around and he's done an odds and his heads. Hit. We've headed on him. I used him to get ready for the U.S. or the World Series Finals last year, heading, and then this spring and more into the summer, I started rubbing caps on him, tried to take it seriously. I took him to some amateur rodeos this summer just to take the stress off my good horse, and he did good at some of them, and he acted green at some of them, but he's, at, he's exceeded my expectations. This study's out of um, my dad won the world on, and so I have pi- we have a pile of them, and we love them. They're good horses. They don't make them much better anymore.
0: That's awesome. So you guys made the decision to put that one in Riata?
1: Yes, Uh, put him in the Riata. The stud was already in the Riata. Awesome.
0: Um, Man, talk to me more about that. I mean, why come to the Riata buckle?
1: (laughs) Why not, I guess. Um, Well, it's cold at home. I'm from Nebraska, so it's pretty cold. Um, But it's a good chance to win money against, I mean, you have some of the best girls and obviously some of the best horses here too. But uh, this is the first year I've breakware up it, so. It's, yeah, it's good roping. Awesome. So, have you been a lifelong team roper? Yes. Yep. I've roped. I. This is probably the first year I've taken my breakaway more serious than I've taken my uh heading. So, it's good to see it kind of come, starting to come anyway.
0: Heck yeah. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of girls start yeah. to do that with these more opportunities yeah, for you guys to yes,
1: yes, um, yeah. Definitely. I uh mixed team rope in the amateur rodeos. So that's pretty much all I was doing, and then roped calves with it, and now. This is the first summer that I feel like I rope calves, and then if I can get in the mix, uh, I get in the mix. But otherwise, it's just been pretty much full breakaway.
0: What have been some of the challenges that you face switching from team roping more back to breakaway?
1: Well, I got my thumb off in like 40, 15, I think. So, I mean, at this point, I've roped longer without it, but uh, just like my rope control, knowing where my tip is. And um, I've always been the one where I want to swing. I'm not going to throw my rope until I catch and. This summer, you got to be okay with missing when you're going at it with 200 girls and 2-1 is cut. Yeah. So just being okay with it and riding different horses. And I finally got a horse that I'm comfortable and compete, can compete on, I feel like, at the higher level. And now I think that this horse will be able to step up, too, sometime. Heck
0: yeah. Um, do you feel like this setup and these cattle kind of played into your hand a little bit, not having to sling it?
1: I Yes, very much. I drew amazing the first two rounds i guess we were i was fifth out and the first round so i didn't really know what to expect i knew they kind of looked like a cross or something um but i thought they were going to be sweethearts and my first my first two were dang good um but the Cavs did get a little tricky on some they just they did run more than i thought but he just uh ate him up because i when i did When I had the ones I needed, he just ate them up. And our short-round cow, I knew after Brandy missed, I knew I needed to just catch him and at least try and get second. So I just went and knocked him down. He ran up. Sometimes he gets a little tight, so I was just happy almost lost my hat he didn't get tight it was perfect
2: <laughs> hat stayed on Yeah, though. hat stayed on I went,
1: went with my slack and went to my hat so yeah That's the worst if you have a wind yes, picture I already off. knew the hat was coming off so I was like I we are going home tonight if my hat comes off I don't care if I win or not yeah. but
0: yeah I noticed that you took some deep breaths when you were in the box yeah. what was going through your head oh
1: just knock don't break the barrier <laughs> My, my dad don't come anywhere with me and he it's great that my mom and parents with sister are here but he's like you need to be a little late he's like you've been knocking a start on me. he's like be off of a little bit and I was dang sure off of it on this one but we knew that calf we didn't know which way he was going to step but he's going to step one way and it was a good thing I was like he did fall to the left so it a good thing but I try and stay in the middle of them on any of my horses in the box but just keep them together he's done I've thrown, tried to throw everything at that horse, and I've tried to pull on him, kick on him in the box just to get him to where when we're at something like this, he he can take a deep breath, too, and be okay with whatever happens. I really like that. It's kind of like you prepared him in yes. case you got nervous. Yes, yep. At home, we are we practice pretty intense, so yeah. they know. So it's no different when you go here. I've never, besides taking him to the amateur rodeos, he's never been anywhere like this. So yeah. throwing him here, he's this. just how Joes are. They just don't really care much they have a heck of a personality though yeah yeah so he looks like he's looking for something to get into he's like hey yeah, guys very, I worry yeah his half brother's <laughs> somewhere in here so he wants to go probably buddy up next to him again
0: but yeah he's good awesome um okay weird question so Chelsea mentioned that there was a Clay Smith clinic that came up that way were you the did you end up winning that yes, clinic I think it was an accident I won I think that I hadn't heard
1: anything forever and I forgot about it and then she called and she's like, you won. And it's been like a year. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> so we came up and we live about 10 miles from Pitzer Ranch. And they have an amazing indoor barn. And mm. we would go up in there and rope quite often. When we team rope, we go up there and rope in the winter. And so Jim let us use that barn. And we had, I soaked it up. It was a great. He's a great guy. He's And now him, his dad and his brothers have came up to the ranch quite a bit for the sales oh, cool. and stuff now. Yeah, it's cool. It was, I got a lot of help from him in anything. He's just a great horseman. So, just even taking what he's taught, said, or we learned in the uh, school to bring it into the breakaway, too, about riding and horsemanship and just using that in the breakaway and heading. I actually you definitely cannot learn from enough people. <laughs> no, exactly. You can learn something from everybody.
0: Sweet. So what's next? Are you like hooked full in on breakaway? Are you going to team rope this week? We team rope too much.
1: So uh, <laughs> we sell rope horses, rope uh, head horses and gildings and stuff. So I don't think I'll ever have to be able to get away from the team rope thing. But this breakaway thing, it's it's kicking off. If it's going to take off like it act, everybody acts like it's going, I probably need to stay hooked for a little while longer, yeah. <laughs> but I like it.
0: Do you rope know how much up. you ended
1: up winning today? Total? Uh, so why one a split third and fourth in the first round. Somebody said I won the second round. I have to. Have, I can't hear anything. I'm 24 going on 85, so I'm dead. only 24? Yes, ma'am. Oh my goodness. Um, no, not oh my goodness. I'm old. <laughs> I no. feel so old. I'm 26. Um. You're not that old. <laughs> um, but they said I maybe won the second round, and so then won I don't maybe ten thousand. I don't know which is more mo- breakaway money than I've won could yeah. shake at. But I know we're getting a really good. I jet. know I'm going not going to go hungry tonight at least. So yeah. that'll be nice. Hey, and how old is this one? Seven. Seven yes what do you guys call him um well his butt number is uh 415 but this summer i started calling him mellow yellow but <laughs> so 415 or mellow yellow
0: oh my god he's so cute anything else that i missed or anything you want to let people know about riata buckle or you or anything there's not much
1: no i guess <laughs> he's good but yeah um i most of my horses besides <laughs> my good head or calf horse uh come from pitzer ranch that have a lot of studs nominated in this yeah. and as a whole, they're all nice horses, and the Show Me a Song Joe's, he's dead now, but if you can get your hands on one of his colts, no matter how old they are, they're good horses. What do you feel is their, their strongest trait overall? Sometimes they're smarter than the person riding them. I feel like that on my my head horse is out of him, too, and I feel like that on him, but they just fit, Like they, for the most part, they want to please, and they want to do good and they're most of them are athletic so they just aim to please them. you can't you don't find horses like that everywhere
0: yeah awesome yeah. well thank you yes, so much thank again you.
1: thank you i appreciate
0: it today's episode is brought to you by fastback ropes fastback ropes offers two options for breakaway ropers one of them is for calf ropers as well and that is the fastback edge The edge is a four-strand calf rope made of texturized poly. It's a tough and durable rope that is made to stand up in all conditions and outlast the competition. Some of its claims to fame are that it stays true no matter what weather conditions you're in. It has very little stretch, and it's a very low-maintenance rope. This is a great one for beginners. It's very easy to take care of, very durable, and it's just a very smooth and quick rope. Now, for breakaway ropers, especially those that prefer a core in their rope, the Pink Athena Rope is a phenomenal breakaway rope. It's a four-strand rope with a purple-dyed polycore. The polycore provides an enhanced tip weight and durability. It's a tough and durable rope made to stand up in all conditions and has a very snappy finish in clothes. Both of those ropes are available in an extra soft and soft lay. For more information, head to www.fastbackropes.com. Again, that's www.fastbackropes.com. And be sure to follow them on social media and thank them for supporting Breakaway Ropers. Okay, back to today's episode. You guys, this is just like the batch of feel good interviews. Like talking to all of these young women was just good for the soul. I cannot stress how great the atmosphere was when this many girls get to win this much money in one place. Everybody's in a great mood, it's so much fun. And I I just loved getting to know Danielle and super interesting to me that she is one of those team ropers that lost her thumb. So she ropes with a good bit of her thumb missing and just very interesting to watch her handle her rope. So let's talk about our gold average champion. That is Taylor Raup on her horse, Peanut Butter. See, I did it again. I keep wanting to call it Peanut Butter and Jelly, but it is not. It's Peanut Butter and Jelly. So peanut Better, and jelly and Taylor picked up $8,913 for their time of 16.19 on three head. Now, Taylor came back towards the top of that gold short round. She got to compete against girls in that short round to get her win there. So without further ado, I'm going to let you guys meet Taylor. She's a first year college student. And I guess this is kind of her introduction to the the breakaway world. Also, kind of like Danielle. These are a set of women that we haven't had a chance to talk to a lot. So without further ado, here's Taylor. Okay, so Taylor, this is the first time I've got to meet you. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Give me like the, the five-minute bio.
3: My name is Taylor Ralph and I've roped there since I was a toddler, since I can remember. My, me and my dad would go down to the indoor arena every night, and that's all we would do for as long as I've known. And how old are you? I'm 18 years old. And where are you from? I'm from Douglas, Kansas. Douglas, Kansas. Okay.
0: So, is this your first of buckle?
3: Yes, it is. It is my first shroud buckle.
0: Okay. Um, talk to me about the horse that you were riding today.
3: Um, she is great. She's not mine, but she made my job really easy. All I had to do is just rope my roping, and that's. She made it work for me. So.
0: Awesome. Uh, who does she belong to, and how did you end up riding her?
3: She belongs to the Evans. She is actually my boyfriend's horse, and they asked me to ride her, so just worked out good that way. Awesome. Have you got to rope on her very much before this? I have roped on her twice, so, yeah, I knew her pretty
0: well before I roped on her today. Sweet. So, I know this format was a little bit confusing for some people, but can you talk about how you made it back in that first set and how that ended up working out for you?
3: Well, when I came here, I knew that it was probably going to be a catching game at first, and my dad always taught me how to score good, so score good, rope good, and you're going to be in there at the top every time, so. Did that work out today, or did you hit any snags along the way? It worked out really good. I had rope. I roped in an arena like this at the BFI uh, about a year ago, and so I knew this setup pretty well when I came here, so it was really fun. You said you've been in this setup before, did you feel a little bit more comfortable here? I felt very comfortable. When I was little, first thing I my dad taught me was to run him down and catch him. so it's kind of going back to the basics for me, honestly. It's fun because it wasn't a slinging game, it was just who could rope good
0: and score the best yeah gives you a chance to show off your horses yes ma'am sweet um is this the only horse you had here today yes ma'am how much money did you end up winning total today
3: i know i won at least 9,100 i think it could be more i think it is more but i wasn't paying attention very good is that your biggest payday
0: ever or have you had some bigger wins that is my biggest payday so far yes awesome um talk about you know being a breakaway roper getting to rope for this kind of money what's what's the energy like in here
3: oh it's so exciting you know kind of have to turn those nerves into excitement sometimes and every time I back up in the box I'm just I can't wait honestly it's so fun. <laughs> it's a lot right after you win everybody's like everywhere. Yeah it is I kind of blank out sometimes going to my own space but after that you know celebrating time. Yeah. Um, do you high school rodeo or are you in college? I am in my first year of college yes. I And where do you go to school at? I go online at Coffeeville, so I can rope at home and Be at home with my horses and yeah. Awesome. Do you work any other events? I do not. Well, I team rope some, but not like breakaway. Are you going to team rope any this week? I am not. No.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, I will let you go and thank you so much for letting me bother you. Thank you. Okay. And now it's time for our third guest. A super fast interview that I got to just grab as she was running by. Um, But this is Marissa Beaujolais coming up. She won the Fraturity Incentive on DT Hickory Blue Steel. Now, this is a horse that's been shown, I believe, in the heading and healing, definitely in the calf roping, and the breakaway. This mare has showed out in multiple events this year. She has almost 100. Actually, after this event, she crossed over the $100,000 mark in earnings for a year. Beautiful blue roan mare. We actually have videos of Dean Tufton working her on roping.com. So if you ever want to watch the DT Hickory Blue Steel Horse, you can check her out on roping.com. She is a phenomenal mare. And Marissa Beaujoly did a great job showing her that day. Now, her time of 1336 didn't just win the $8,913 for the Futurity Incentive. She also ended up fifth overall in the platinum average. So she picked up another $1,783 there. So Marissa had a great day. Now, yes, you hear the name Beaujolais. Marissa is the youngest of the Beaujolais sisters. Of course, you guys know Shelby. She broke that earnings record In the WPRA this year for breakaway roping, she's looking to grab a world title in Las Vegas. So Marissa is the youngest of those sisters, and that's why I asked her a little bit about kind of the route she wants to go with this sport if it looks a little different than her sisters. Um, And those girls are from Canada, so it's always kind of interesting to see them come down to the States, hang out down here, and rope. But I'm going to let you guys hear from Marissa, who is actually... Uh, one of Fastback Ropes endorsees. That is who is bringing us our episode today. So we love to see those Fastback girls showing out. Stay tuned for the very end of her interview if you want to learn what ropes she uses and why. Okay, talk to
2: me about that mare. I feel like we've seen a lot of her this year. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I was extremely lucky to get to ride her here. Shank and Chelsea trusted me with her at the Royal Crown and then let me ride her again. And she's just solid every time. Awesome. Walk me through your runs today and how everything felt. (laughs) Gosh, it started a little rough, but my horses stayed solid. And I mean, that mare just let me win every time and just gave me a good go at the calves. And the short round, she was great. Gotcha. So
0: bucking the family trend a little bit with the rodeos, going the faturity route. Talk to me about that and why you chose to go to these this year.
2: Um, I love training horses. I mean, I took three years off of competition to train horses and get a little better in this industry. And I like staying home and getting a ride and coming here and getting to kind of showcase what you do at home is amazing. And there's finally opportunity to do it. So it's great. I got gotcha. you. Have you been living in the States? I've been back and forth and kind of just a little bit of everywhere. I gotcha. Um, What's been your favorite fraturity so far this year? I mean, this one's always great, it pays so good, the Royal Crowns are great, Um, just anyone that we get to go to that pays this, it's phenomenal now.
0: When you're riding horses that work multiple events, have you found any challenges that you've had to overcome or do you change anything different with your riding? Um,
2: sometimes you have to help them a little more. That mare's been headed on and healed on all week, so sometimes you got to help them a little to the pin, and they score a little different sometimes. But that one's so solid that she she knows the difference and does her job.
0: Awesome. Uh, talk to me about roping inside the E. I feel like you're you're comfortable in here at this point, but it's it's definitely a unique setup.
2: Yeah, it was it was tough. You had to have a good horse today, and you had to be able to rope today. It was the calves were a little stronger, and I mean. It was a great setup to showcase horses and the ropers' talent. Awesome. What's next for you? A little bit of a break and then head to the gold buckle.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Are you pretty excited for that event?
2: I'm super excited. We've got 12 head going to it, so it's going to be extremely busy, and it'll be fun. I see you have a fastback patch on. Um, What rope are you using today? I use the Edge. And what do you like about that rope? It's just solid. It's the same all the time, no matter what. I mean... They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank
0: you so much. I'll let you get going.
2: Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
0: I just wanted to include, since I don't think I mentioned it earlier, that Taylor Raup and that Peanut Butter and Jelly Horse were also in the Faturity Incentive. So kind of a flip-flop deal where Taylor got the win in the gold and Marissa got the win in the Futurity but Marissa got the fifth place finish in the platinum average. Um, Taylor picked up fifth place in the futurity incentive. So she actually won another $1,783 there. It was equal payout between the platinum average, the gold average, and the futurity average. So, like I said, we saw a lot of girls cash in so many different places. But Coming up, I want to make sure that you guys are paying super close attention right now to the Breakaway Roping Journal. Our crew has been cranking out content, you guys. We are two and a half, yeah, two and a half weeks out from the National Finals Breakaway Roping at the South Point in Las Vegas. We are going to have our whole team from the Team Roping Journal, the Breakaway Roping Journal, BarrelRacing.com, and CalfRoping.com in attendance at the South Point, we are going to be covering every gosh darn stinking angle of the breakaway finals. And the podcasts are going to be coming out like crazy articles like crazy. So over the next few weeks, guys, when I say we have a podcast dropping every few days, I am not kidding. The episodes that are coming out are just so fun all over the place. We're releasing one with an all-around cowboy that you are not going to want to miss. We've got legends coming on to talk. We have got a very, very interesting broadcaster that I am pumped to talk to. Going to be speaking to her later today. That should be our next episode. But, again, I'm being a tease. I know. Just be super tuned in to the Breakaway Roping Journal and calfroping.com over the next month because it's going to get super fun sorry I get excited for NFR time anybody else no just me okay anyway I will talk to you guys soon until then make sure you check out fastbackropes.com check out the edge and the Athena and be sure to follow us on TikTok Instagram Facebook and check out the Journal.com as well hope you guys are kicking butt and having fun wherever you are at until next time